0: Welcome back to The Journey, a podcast about relative faith in life, wouldn't you say? I would say. Yeah. You know, the idea behind what we're doing here is we want to, between Ray and I, we're, we're both pastors in the United Methodist Church, we want to talk about things that are relative in, in as far as our faith, in our faith in, in Jesus, uh, Christianity, if you want to look at it that way, and, and just what does it mean to... Re- to really truly believe and then apply it to our life.
1: Sounds like a good conversation.
0: Well, <laughs> one of the things we want to talk about today is what?
1: Uh, let's talk about a little bit about beatitudes. The there we go. what got me thinking about that was I hear people sometimes talking about it as being commandments. Okay. But they're not. They're True. They're Jesus explaining. I mean, this is one of the times when, in, uh, when we listen, we get a lot of times Jesus telling us a story to teach us something, but not always do we get that idea of here, hmm. pay attention. Here's what I mean. Like uh, when we're looking at it, uh, blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, as you start off with that one. When you look at it, poor in spirit is not necessarily what we all think of it is. I know. I used to,
0: when I first became a Christian in my infancy and uh, looked at uh, that particular beatitude, I'm like, I don't want to be poor in spirit. You know, I, I think I'm not supposed to be a Christian, you know. I'm supposed to be all happy and Sunshine and everything But that's not what he was talking about was It It was not
1: And it has to do with you Not you But maybe you right. And me and, and our friends out there who are listening And that whole idea of Relying on yourself Hubris mm-hmm. Of all those different kind of things And saying Okay, I'm in charge I'm this I'm that And it's not necessarily that way I mean, one way to interpret that idea of blessed is to say beloved. Okay. Jesus, so Jesus could be saying beloved are those who are poor in spirit. But poor in spirit doesn't mean bad. It's referring often within this context as being you are not being overly aggressive. You are not Doing those things, you are, however, being within Jesus. Kind of uh, would you would you say it's more like a
0: humility type of
1: thing? It is, you know, of being being able and being willing to not be so assertive and so different things and do things your own way. Poor in spirit is that. I'm going to allow Jesus
0: hmm. to
1: work in me through me oh, wow. and with me. Yeah. So, beloved are those who are allowing Jesus to work in them through them and with them. I mean, it's a neat way to kind that, of look at it. That's a a beautiful image too. I like that. Of,
0: you know, because I don't know, I always I always go back to my own experience, you know, and it's like you know, I used to be kind of arrogant and, you know, always want to do things my way and blah, blah, blah. And But as a Christian, I've realized I don't have all the answers. No. And it's not
1: about me. You know, so. It's not about me. It's not about... Yes. And, but. I mean, it's, it's one of those kind of things. It's like um, sometimes we get caught in a, a language trap within Scripture because you, it was written... What do you mean? Well, scriptures were written a long time ago, yeah. and language drifts a bit. Things that we interpret, we've got to pay attention to who they were written for, why they were written. What was, I mean, what was Jesus doing that particular day, explaining those things that we refer to as the Beatitudes? You know, blessed are the poor spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Oh, that's a nice thought. Yeah, it is a beautiful thought. That if I'm poor in spirit, if I have
0: the right, and that's part of our relationship with Christ. You know, so if I approach it that way and have that in my heart, then, yeah, it's a beautiful picture of what the kingdom of heaven will look like, I think, to me. Yeah, another one
1: um, on down in, where are we at? Down in 6, maybe. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, Hmm. for they will be filled. Doesn't mean filled today but perhaps having your spirit filled as you continue to work, working for hunger and thirst for righteousness so that your spirit is filled over time hmm. as you're moving forward. Just things to think about. Yeah. And I think those are, they're kind of a neat way to look at it. They, they are for sure. You know, the poor
0: in spirit and those that mm-hmm. hunger for righteousness and... I think uh, one of them is "Blessed are the peacemakers." Blessed are the peacemakers. You know, and, and that one to me is is a little bit challenging, you know. And, and what exactly Jesus was saying? What do, you, what do you? How do you interpret that?
1: Well, I look at the. I mean, still, we're still back into that. Blessed are so beloved are the peacemakers, mm-hmm. for they will be called the children of God. Okay, so peacemakers, those who are looking at not causing violence not causing strife Um, i also look at it for that whole piece of saying being kind Mm. if you're somebody who's a peacemaker you're being kind you're loving your neighbor you're doing the right things for the right reasons Mm. and as you get to doing the right things for the right reasons then then you can be referred to as the the children of God you you've embraced that family yeah. what do you think
0: well i I think I've interpreted it the same way pretty much and I like the 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 idea that uh, that you know God is really a peacemaker he doesn't you know put up with sin of course he doesn't you know accept it or bend his his holiness to uh, afford humankind, but um, still his intention is for a very peaceful, loving, uh, giving existence and relationship, and Mm -hmm. that's kind of the way I've seen that particular verse, was, you know, God wants me to, you know, as made in his image, to follow Mm -hmm. uh, his example of, of just following the truth and finding peace inside of the truth of God, and yeah
1: blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy blessed are the pure of heart for they will see god there's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, i don't know if i've ever been pure
0: of heart you know so I, when you, you you read those and and you at least i do i i think to myself that you know jesus is one thing you know jesus is being the son of god being god in in human form and And being able to speak these things about, you know, peacemakers and pure and hard and all that. And it just makes me realize that, you know, before old Joe gets to heaven, something's got to change, you know. Because if I get there the way I am right now, I'm going to blow it. Because (laughs) I'm not, you know, I'm not always the peacemaker. I'm not always the one that wants to, you know, be humble of spirit. But I realize that that is... God's very nature, He is God and He, you know, all powerful, omnipotent, all those wonderful things, but His nature, you know, if I'm going to spend an eternity with God, something's got to change. And and I can look back and say, yeah, I'm not the same person, you know, today that I was a year ago mm-hmm. or 10 years ago, so I can see change and I can see some for the better. Um, but it just makes me look forward to that growing relationship in the future with god good deal
1: yeah. well put I mean as we look at it that whole that whole thing in there uh, that being pure of heart I look at that also as as being being part of our faith that that Jesus gives us sort of the 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 ground rules the things that here are the expectations if you're going to be christian if you're going to be a disciple if you're going to be doing this here are the the kind of things that that you should be following through on Hmm. and your heart should be true or pure with those you should uh, look to be that disciple as jesus teaches us
0: Hmm. so as a let's say somebody that's wrestling with the christian faith here in the 21st century and you know here we are in you know, West Michigan and whatever, how do you think they should look at those Beatitudes that Jesus preached about? Should they look at it and say well, you know, I'll I'll never be able to measure up, you know, so what's the point? Or, you know, it gives me something to aspire to or it's part of what God is going to do in my life or how, how would you tell somebody who's just starting their journey of faith that this is the heart of Jesus that he poured out on the side of the hill that
1: day. I would still go back to that idea that um, beloved, blessed, beloved are those. So I think it's a part of that idea of trying, of blessed are the poor in spirit, trying to be humble, trying to do those kind of things. Blessed are, um, Blessed are the meek, beloved are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. As we look at it, beloved, blessed are the, the merciful, for they will be shown, mercy. I think those are the kind of things that, as we look at them, they are. Ways to say, indicators of what we're doing, rather than where we get like the the Ten Commandments out of a different part or a different part of the Bible. So it's the here's what we should be doing. We should be, poor in spirit. We should be merciful we should be kind we should be loving we should be peacemakers at heart we should be all those different kind of things today and moving forward um so what i would tell them is these are the good guidelines to to try and live your life by hmm. don't don't look for trouble in things look for the good don't uh, or make sure that you're showing mercy to others beloved in Jesus. I mean, those kinds of things as we look at them. It's kind of almost like, you know, if you
0: live according to these certain guidelines, um, that's what's going to come back to you. That's a good way to put it. I mean, that when you think about it, it's like, you know, if you are merciful, then you'll be shown mercy. You're yeah. like, okay, that makes sense to me. And And, you know, if I hunger for righteousness and then righteousness hopefully, you know, good things you know, God's will will hopefully come my way and, and just be one of those things that I can live into you yes. know?
1: I like it that's a, good, that's a good way to put it a good way if you're new into the faith or if you're exploring your faith, that's a good way to, to look at it or perceive it within your own life and looking out for your fellow humans is always a good thing. Yeah,
0: that's for sure. You know, certainly Jesus modeled that for us, didn't he? He did. You know, and the compassion that Jesus showed people to me was just unbelievable, you know, to... And I'm just being honest here. I I There have been times in my life where I'm like, man, I don't want nothing to do with that person, you know. and And yet Jesus... He didn't have that problem. He looked at each person and said, You know, I love you and I created you and I find value in you and, you know, and I want to reestablish your relationship (coughs) and, and, you know, with the Father and and myself and, you know, all of this stuff. And and I look at myself sometimes and say, Boy, I got a long way to go. (laughs) But you're on a path. Yes, I am on a path. I am on a good path. As are we all. There you go. I am on a good path. We're all on a journey through this life, and that journey can be quite difficult. It can be extremely hard when we have more questions than answers, especially when it comes to our faith in God. Even though we're on a journey of life, we don't have to do it alone. Join us for the podcast, The Journey posted afresh on all popular podcast platforms every Sunday morning. Or you can go to the toughquestionsforgod.org website. Thanks, and we'll see you then.